is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria and they are in Hazazon Tamar which is in Gedi and Jehoshaphat feared and Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah go down to verse number 10 and now here are the people of Ammon Moab and Mount Seir say these are the enemies say these are the enemies <laughs> and now here are the people of Ammon Moab and Mount Seir whom you would not let Israel invade when they, when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here, here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. These are God's people saying, all right now, Lord, we had mercy on them. And now we, we were doing what you told us to do. And now they're coming to kick us out of what you placed us in and you said it was ours. Verse 12, oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are on you. Verse number 20. So they arose in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa, and they went out, and Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. You shall be established, believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army, they were saying, this is, this is their strategy to fight. A worship team, that, that is their strategy. That's what I want you to say. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now, verse 22, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. Who, who is Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir? They were the enemies who came against Judah, and they were defeated. All right, skip to verse 25. Then Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil. They found among them an abundance of valuables on dead bodies and precious jewelry, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. And on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Barakah, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of that place was called the valley of Barakah until this day safe in the day of trouble I tried to 
I, I tried to catch you up to get you up to speed with the storyline that is unfolding in front of us. Children of Israel minding their business. Jehoshaphat is their leader. He's the king. He gets a text message, his chief of security, saying that there's a whole bunch of enemies that are lining up to come and attack us. The Moabites, the Ammonites, those that were from the mountain of Seir, that they're out on the horizon and they, they have zeroed in on us. Scripture says that Jehoshaphat, he, he gets scared. He proclaims a fast that he begins to put things together and put this in place and that in place and that's not working. And so he looks over there and he, you know what, just I, I don't even know what to do. He, he, he says that I'm afraid, the Bible says, and he feared. When all else fails, let's do what we know works. So we're going to pray and fast. And so he calls the entire nation, the entire congregation together for them to come together, for them to begin to pray. And in the middle of them praying, there's this one gentleman named Jehaziel who, who hears from God and gets a word from the Lord. And there's a whole bunch that's there that we could spend time unpacking. If it were my intention on today, I would do indeed that. But Jehoshaphat leads the people into a battle, seemingly unprepared, but yet the end of the story shows that they had everything that they needed. They don't show up with any guns. They don't show up with any knives. They don't show up with any swords. They show up with a song in their mouth. And a very specific song. They, they start doing what they knew to do. And then God does the rest. It really is a spoiler alert because we see how the story ends up. The Bible says that they set ambushments. God set ambushments. They were down here in this realm singing. But they, what they were doing down here was triggering something to happen up there. They, they were in this realm, the natural realm. They, they, were, they were looking at their enemy. But we came to find out that, that there's a duality because there's the natural and then there's the spiritual. And so what they were doing in, in the natural realm, what they could see, it was causing the angels to get get busy and the Ammonites start attacking the Moabites and the Moabites start attacking the, those from the mountain of Seir and so the enemy which they were unified to come against the nation of Israel because of what they were doing down here God changes some stuff and they start killing off each other who do you think woke up that morning and thought to themselves this side's going to end. <laughs> who, who do you think woke up this morning and actually journal? All right, now let me tell you what, what we're going to see happen on today. That we're going to start praising God, and this is the song that we're going to sing. And as we're singing the song, 
uh, God's going to do something in the heavenly realms, and, and we're going to kill all of the enemies, and we're not going to have to fight. Matter of fact, we leave our guns um, at the house, and we're going to get paid at the end. Amen. Who woke up that morning and thought that? I got one witness. <laughs> here, here, here's the point of application. There were many of you who raised your hand that there is trouble that is facing you right now. At this very moment, you're, you're dealing with something. You're looking at something. Something is looking back at you. It, it, it may not be as elaborate and flamboyant and as good as the story that we find here in Second Chronicles chapter 20, but an enemy is an enemy. How, how did you pin that it was going to end? We can know in Psalm 27 that in the day of the trouble that, that the Lord will hide me. He'll put me in a in the pavilion, in the tabernacle, and all that kind of good stuff. He'll set me high, on a, high above a rock. We can write that part, but how's the story going? How, 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 how have you written in your mind how the story is going to end? Here's my point. I'm going to be very practical here in just one second. We don't know how it's going to end. And most of the time, even if you're creative and you write multiple endings, your story don't, still doesn't end the way you thought it was going to. Who am I talking to? You, you, you thought it was going to look like this. You thought you were going to end up getting, uh, getting a pink slip and you got, you got a raise. <laughs> you thought the Lord was going to remove your boss, but instead he moved you to a different department. You thought you were going to have to leave the house, but instead they took, they, they, they took the payments, rolled it in on the back end, gave you a little bit more time to get caught up, refinanced you at a different interest. How, how many times have you had trouble and a problem and it ended like you thought it was going to? It doesn't, it doesn't stop us from being in the middle of something that is causing visceral response. We've done a good job learning to cover our problems when we're in church, when the music stops, when the tongues cease, when the lights have turned off and the building is locked. They're still enemies getting together and putting a bullseye on your head. What do I do, Pastor? What, what do I do? What, 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 what do I do? I, I want to give you some real practical stuff on how to handle your trouble. Uh, how to handle your trouble. Here it is, some real practical stuff. Here, here's the first thing. They're going to flash them up on the screen. Here's the first thing. Be real. Some of us have put a, a shirt and tie on trouble. We, we don't put a skirt on trouble. We, 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 we let trouble carry a Bible. Be real with your trouble. The Bible says, and Jehoshaphat feared in verse 3. That's being real. I'm scared. 
All right. All right. So either we can go on and get a benediction. I, I get to the little, I, maybe I can pull my hoop triggers thing out. We can try this again. Or y'all going to act like um, you, 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 got, you got some help. You need some help <laughs> for the next time you get ready to go through like you're not scared. Tell your neighbor, quit faking, quit faking, quit faking. Be real. I need to talk to my fellows for a minute. If there's anything that has caused me more pain in my marriage, it has been because there has been the absence of my authentic emotion. That I felt that there was something in me that I could not tell my wife and say to her, baby, I'm scared. That to say I'm scared is to compromise my masculinity. It's, it's to make me less than being the head of my house. For me to say that I'm scared. Uh, but I've come to find out that they can't help you if they don't know what to help. <laughs> Fellas, be, be real with yourself. The very first thing you need to do when you have trouble is be real. Here, here's the second thing. The second thing that you need to do um, whenever it is that you have trouble that is on your side. Put up the second thing if you would please. Here it is. Be intentional. You got to learn to aim in the right direction. Be intentional. But when Jehoshaphat didn't know what to do, he said, I'm going north. That means prayer. <laughs> when trouble comes, how many of us go out instead of up? We, we, get, we get an attitude. We get upset. We, we start trying to numb the pain. We grab a bottle. We call Jack up. And Daniel's. Find ourselves on some, some unsavory website. But whenever trouble comes, after I'm real with myself, I got to be intentional. Bible says in Jehoshaphat, he proclaimed. He proclaimed a fast. Here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. Uh, look, at what the, look at what the third point says. Third point says, unify. Whenever trouble comes, Get an agreement with somebody. Whenever trouble comes, hey, look, I got this little issue I, I need you to pray with me about. I need you to pray. If you don't have a wife, if you don't have a husband, you, you got to get you a prayer partner. You, you got to get somebody that you, can, that you can get to get in agreement with you. And sometimes you, you need more than just one. Bible says uh, one to put a thousand, two to put ten thousand. Sometimes you need a small group. You need some folk to say, I'm believing God with you that this ain't going to turn out the way that that is. And then you need somebody that's not in trouble too. Ain't nothing wrong with getting somebody to get, you know, you, I get an agreement that you're going to come out of your trouble. You get an agreement that I'm going to come out of my trouble. But sometimes you need to get somebody who got a testimony, who, who, who can say, I once was there. Well, let me tell you what God did. And if he did it for me, he'll do it for you. You've got to, you, when you get trouble in your face, 
You've got to get unified. You, 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 you got to come together. Put the fourth one up. Put the fourth one up. Here's the, here's the fourth practical one. You got to switch. All right? I know that one's not as, that, that one's not as common. It's not as common as, as, a, as the rest of them is. You got to switch. The problem came in one realm. He gets the text message. Ammonites, the Moabites, the folk from Mount Seir, he, he, he sees it here. But when he switches, God, let me talk to you about something. Y'all missed it. You, you, you just want to see me spin around again, don't you? <laughs> if you do not make it your business not to do business with what you can see, what you can see will do its business on you. Well, that one's fresh. That, 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 that. I, I got the message, angel. I got it. I don't even know what I said. If you don't do business, if, you, if, you're looking, if you're looking at what you got in front of you, I got this. The kid's about to get ready to go back to school. The, the rent, I barely paid the rent. I don't know how many even get groceries. And then now they, they're talking about I got the share, and, and then I'm, I'm being, and I might call them, they, I borrowed some money. Why do they want the money now? Why they couldn't have asked me when I had my income tax refund? I got all this stuff. If you are not deliberate to switch, God, you can do it. You, you, you can do it. And here's the thing. It's okay not to know how it's going to end up. Here, here, here's the fifth thing. Here's the fifth practical point I want to share with you. You got to remember, I'm going to be real, talk about my feelings, I'm going to be intentional, I'm going to go the right direction. And Jehoshaphat proclaimed a fast, get in unity. He says, okay, all of Judah, we're going to go and do this thing together. We're going to switch. I left out some of that stuff there in those verses, but it's not my main point for today anyway. Number five, I've got to remember. Whenever I get in trouble, I need to remember. Whenever I get in trouble, I need to remember. Don't be like quiet. Quiet, quiet. quiet. Um, Pastor Alicia, my son, lacrosse season. He's at another lacrosse tournament. Uh, we got to get some of them lacrosse players saved so they can get their behinds in church on, on, on Sundays or something. Maybe they all streaming. Um, but, 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 but they packed the car last night they put all the snacks they put everything in uh, Quad put his, 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 uh, his goalie stick he put his bag in and so he gets up this morning he's standing there he's, he's got on, his, he's got on his, 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 his uniform he got on his shorts and his slides you know and, and, and then he's got on this bright orange shirt because that's what the team's uniform is we got this little thing we do I said, all right, come here. He turns around. There's a switch in his back. And so I flip the beast mode switch on. I flip the switch on. He starts shaking. I said, beast mode. Go get him, buddy. Go get him. Go, go get him, buddy. Go, go get him. He gets in the car. An hour later, 
My wife is calling me. Now, he's at the tournament. They won three games yesterday. Today is playoff. And he had a good game, too. He, today is playoffs. My wife calls me. Hello? Why he forget his jersey? How he going to show up at the playoff? And don't have a jersey. That's what some of us do. Some of us end up in the middle of trouble and looking at trouble and don't remember the God that you serve. You, You don't remember the victories that he's brought you. You on the battlefield. You got everything but a memory. So you try to say, oh, God's going to do it, and I don't know, and I just say, every time I just, if I had to do it, and I don't know, but you forgot the fact that he's already been a doctor in the sick room. <laughs> this ain't your first time in trouble. He's already, you've already known him to be a lawyer in the courtroom. As the old folks say, he's already been a bridge over troubled waters. We forget the fact that this ain't our first time. Listen, I, I want to walk. I want to walk through these texts here. I want to walk through this text, and I put the outcome. I want you to put the outcome on on God. Uh, verse verse twelve, Second Chronicles, verse twenty, uh, verse twelve is very interesting. It says, "It says, for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do." But our eyes are on you. This is for everybody who raised their hand, who's, who's finding themselves looking at some trouble right, right now. This is for everybody who, who, who's there. This ought to be your scripture memory verse this week. You, you, for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. This is Jehoshaphat talking to king. Nor do we know what to do But our eyes are on you. Or if I can get if I can get folk who are in trouble right now, just to remember, just to remember right there, just, just, just stay right there. It's all right if you don't know what to do. Just keep your eyes on him. Just, just keep your eyes on him. You don't have to know what he's going to do next. But my eyes, my eyes are on you. When trouble comes in this realm, it doesn't mean He doesn't know about it in his realm. First thing, and I got to get through this fast. First thing is that there is revelation. The first thing is that there is revelation. Uh, First thing is that there is revelation. It's good, it's good when you can get revelation of what to do next. But but, but I'm, I'm, I'm not by myself to say that as long as somebody catches the revelation... Sometimes God will speak to you and tell you what to do, but he is not restricted to just talking to you as long as he says something to somebody. All right, so it, it, it says in, in verse number 14, 
in verse number 14. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of, yeah, all them folk. In verse 15, and, and, he li and he said, listen, all of you of Judah and your inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you. Okay, all right. Verse 14, it says, then the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel. Not Jehoshaphat. It came on Jehaziel. So he wasn't in his prayer closet. He was at a prayer meeting. God didn't speak to the leader, but he spoke. What if Jehaziel, who was sitting at the back of the church, said, I don't, I don't know if this is right. Well, what if Jehaziel sitting back there, oh, I, don't, I don't have one of them chiclets around my neck. I don't, I don't have a collar. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this is right. The entire battle plan would have fallen because Jehaziel would have kept it closed. Yeah. I'm at the end of verse 15. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because this great multitude for the battle is not yours but God's. Some people don't give the word that the Lord places in their mouth because they don't think it's deep enough. <laughs> Jehaziel said, all I got to say is this. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Because of the enemies that are in front of you. Because the battle is not yours. It's the Lord. All you need when trouble comes is a revelation. I'm going to try it again. All you need when trouble comes is a revelation. I'm going to try it again. All you need when trouble comes is a revelation. I need somebody else to catch this. All you need when trouble comes is a revelation. I'm going to say it one more time. All you need when trouble comes is a revelation. Anybody ever had trouble and just so happened you just bump across a scripture and you see something and it's, it, it's like I didn't even know that book was in the Bible. But, but, but because God knows where you are, God speaks in an unseemly way. He, he comes and finds you. That's revelation. All you need to get through your trouble is a revelation. I ain't got to worry about this. I don't have to worry about it. Be not dismayed. What the old folks say, whatever betides you, God will. He, 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 he says the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Hmm. Watch this now. We move from revelation to expectation. Jehoshaphat was the king. He didn't get the revelation. Jehaziel got the revelation. He moves from revelation to expectation. 
I'm in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 15. And he said, listen, all of you of Judah and your inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord, do not be, uh, don't, don't be afraid, don't be dismayed. The battle is not yours, it's God. Verse 16, tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz. Okay, all right, you got me. Um, Revelation, I don't have to be afraid. God, go fight this. We're moving in expectation. Tomorrow, go on down to the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel, verse 17. You will not need to fight this battle. Wait a minute, hold on. Did y'all see what happened? The expectation came out the revelation. When last time somebody told you, go to your enemy? Am I not? Am I? Am I? That, that, let me see. They will surely come up to the ascent of Ziz, verse 16, and you'll find them at the end. I ain't looking for them. I'm trying to dodge the credit man. I'm parking my car so the repo, repo man can't find them. And you telling me, leave the, leave, the, leave the keys in the ignition. He, he says, go to. Go to them. You'll find them at the end of the brook. And you ain't going to need to fight this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Okay, so expectation, expectation. If I'm going to go, 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 go break off somebody, if I'm going to go confront an enemy, I'm going to throw blows. I, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking a gun, I'm taking, I'm taking a crew, I, I'm, I'm taking something if I'm going to the enemy. But... If the battle's not mine and he's going to deal with it, my expectation cannot lie in what I don't have when I face the enemy. I wish somebody would, would, would catch y'all. Um, my expectation is that once I get there, I got to show up if I want to win the fight. And a lot of us choose to do everything but follow direction. We got the revelation, we get an expectation, but we dismiss the direction. The Bible says, go down there, and once you get there and you look at the enemy, just stand there. Ain't this what God would do? God, let me see if I got this right now. You just want me to show up and This feels awkward. Because if they start moving, if they had started moving, he wouldn't have been able to do what he promised he was going to do. See, see, I just got a revelation. I just got a revelation myself. Um, God's cue was for them to stand still. As long as they were in route, 
God wasn't doing nothing. As long as they were getting themselves together, God wasn't doing nothing. As long as they were talking about, girl, I don't know how this is going to come out. But it just don't make no sense. I don't know. They're right over there. They're right over there. God wasn't doing nothing. As long as they were putting on Facebook, pray for me. I need all my Facebook friends. They weren't doing nothing. As long as they on the phone talking to customer service, talking about, this is why you ain't got it. God wasn't doing nothing. As long as, do y'all get it? God couldn't do anything until they. Can I tell you that God wants you to stop moving so you can give him all the credit. Oh, I know you. I, I know you and your cousins. Because see, what you're going to do is that, you know, well, you know I, I got the right customer service agent. And I had prayed. You see, girl, I had prayed before I called. And I was doing a Daniel fast. And I hadn't had nothing to eat all day but, but potato chips and Cheerios. And so I was talking to them. And then God worked out. No! The cue is stand still. Yeah. See, you, don't gave, you, you gave yourself all the credit when God is saying, nope, I want you to see me. I want you to see that I'm still moving while you're standing still. I want you to know it was me that did it and not your phone call, not your fret, not your sorority, not your bank account, not your connections, but all I wanted you to do is stand still. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh goodness. All right, so God has been talking to me a little bit about stewardship. And, and how he's called us to be stewards, not just over money, but over our bodies. He's called us to be stewards of our time, over our families. Um, and, and, and here it is. When, when God, God is saying right now that too many of you are owning a battle that's not even yours. Is that over your head? Is that in the second round? <laughs> you, you're looking at stuff. You tripping on stuff. God says, that ain't even yours. He said it earlier. When the revelation came, this is not even your battle. He said it's mine. God is just giving you, oh goodness, a front row seat a fight that's better than Mayweather. God is letting you show up to your fight and watch him do it. You, you, you're trying to control something that ain't even your fight. There's the expectation. There's the revelation. But then there's the formation. Okay. When you get in trouble, there's, there's got to be some, some form. And no, this ain't the Beyonce formation. Uh, what, what, what's it? You know, my mama from, my daddy from Texas, my mama from New Orleans. What, what it, put, put it with the hot sauce in the pocketbook, and I'm a Texas Bama. That's how it go. That's, that's how it go. 
Beyonce. Thank you for not yelling out the words, because I think you know Beyonce better than Scripture. So, so here, here is, but one, one of, one of, one of, one of, one of Beyonce's songs is called Formation, and, and she's calling to get it. But no, no, we're not talking about that. We're, we're talking about God is saying, "I need you to, I need you to get yourself together." Mm-hmm. When, 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 when you get down there, I want you to, I want you to get in formation. Put the praise team up front. You, 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 you got to get information. The battle's over there, and we're not going to just willy-nilly. We got to get some order about this thing. We, 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 we got to get some order. But, but why are they going to praise when it's a battle? Why, why, why are they going to pray? Okay, all right. Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 13 says, Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the poor from the hand of evildoers. You want to know Why? You ought to start praising because praise gets me delivered from folk that are doing evil against me. I I, I, got to get information. Exodus chapter 15, verse number 2. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him when I'm weak as long as I praise him. Whatever I'm fighting, whatever in front of me, if I give God praise, he will become my strength. Uh, Psalm 103, verse number 2, while we're trying to figure this whole thing out about why they get information and why it is that, they are, that they're moving down and positioning themselves uh, in, in order to get ready to praise, praise God. But Psalm 103, verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tenders? You want to know why you ought to praise God, why your formation ought to be praised, it's because when you start praising down here, it releases some up there. Hmm. Okay, so so we, we move from revelation to expectation to formation. But I want to show you some distraction. I'm in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22. Now, when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. They didn't do nothing. All they did was sing. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever praise the lord for his mercy endures forever and now verse 20 and now when they began to sing in praise go back to verse 22 when they began to sing in praise praise the lord his mercy endures forever in in verse 22 now when they began to say praise the lord because jehaziel had already gotten the revelation for the expectation on how the whole thing was going to end but then he gives the song verse. He says, now I want you, this is what y'all are supposed to sing. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures ever. For here we are, verse 22. It's time for them to put the scripture in, in action. Now, when they began to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. The Lord, 
set ambushes. I used to wonder why my mother would walk around the house on Saturday mornings particularly. Oh, Saturdays, that was the day when the whole house smelled like Clorox. And in the summer and the springtime, oh, mama would hang the sheets out on the line. She was from the country, you know. She'd hang the sheets out on the line and let the sun dry the sheets. And, and it'd get that good fresh scent. And then she'd put it on, on the bed. Well, all my mama was doing house chores. Mama can't sing. And God be, God is good. God, God, I praise the Lord. Praise the She'd just be making up her own song. And it seemed like the longer she cleaned, the louder she sang. It, 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 seemed, it seemed like the longer she, she, she cleaned, the louder she she sang, but now as a man, I look back on why she was singing. And when she should have lost her mind, she just kept on singing. You got to understand that when you get faced with a problem, ain't nothing wrong with talking to yourself. Some of the best time to talk to yourself and to talk to God and to praise him is in the car. Oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. Especially if you got tinted windows. Oh, God, I just want to say thank you. I don't know no more scripture other than what the preacher just said. Now, praise the Lord. Your mercy, it, 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 it lasts. It, it, it does. It stay around. It, it, it. As long as you start talking to God that you can do it, God. Can't nobody else help me out this. It's got to be you. When you start doing something down here, something happens. Something happens up there. Verse 23, for the people of Ammon and Moab, they stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made at an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. For those who are trusting God with their trouble, because not all of us are trusting God with our trouble, but for everyone who's trusting God with their trouble, I pray over you right now that confusion hit your enemies. How do I know, Pastor, if I'm trusting God? Because your speech sounds different. Your, your, your speech don't have cuss words in it. Your, your, your speech doesn't start talking about, well, I don't know how this... Your, your, your speech starts saying, hey, well, I'm under considering. I, I just, no, your speech, when you're totally trusting God, God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I thank you that it's already done. God, this don't make sense to me on how, why you want me to stand still, but I just thank you that it's already done. You don't have to be all spiritual with it. You just want to keep your eye on him and remember the battle is not yours, but it's his. Yeah. And for everybody that's trusting God with their trouble, I decree and declare that confusion hits your enemies. That as you stand trusting God, as you stand still, that the enemy that has come on you is going to start killing off the other enemy. Yeah. Isaiah 63, verse number 7. This is the message version. I like the way how it's written. 
I'll make a list of God's gracious dealings. All the things God has done that need praising. All the generous bounties of God. His great goodness to the family of Israel. Compassion, lavished, love, extravagant. You running out of stuff to praise God for? Make a list. Of everything he's done. You probably got some stuff on there. You ain't told him thank you for yet. Watch this. When you make your list and you start thanking him for that, you start realizing if he did all that stuff, he is good. I, I'm a part of his family. What? He didn't have to. His compassion was lavished on me. Do you know how I lived in college? Do you know what I did when I was out in the streets as a single woman? You know how I got my bills paid? Oh, he was compassionate on me. His love is extravagant towards me. The declaration is when you're facing trouble, your mercy endures forever. I declare I'm in trouble right now, but your mercy endures forever. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know how this thing goes, but your mercy, you're declaring. You're declaring his goodness. So there's a revelation, there's the expectation, there's the formation, there's the distraction, uh, but then there's the declaration. Here's the last one. Then there's the collection. Huh. Get excited. Okay. Verse 24. So when Judah came to the place overlooking the wilderness, now the battle has just ended. They looked toward the multitude. And there were dead bodies fallen on the earth. They, 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 hadn't, they hadn't done anything but worship God. No one escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry which they stripped off for themselves. More than they could carry away. And they were there three days gathering the spoil. They had so much gold teeth, so many gold teeth. <clears throat> So many Jesus pieces, so many Rolex watches. They, 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 they had so much stuff. It took them three days to collect it. Verse 26. And on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of of Baraka, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of that place was called the Valley of Baraka until this day. The, the word Baraka itself means blessing. Jesus. 
when they found out about trouble, and I'm finished, they weren't in the valley of Baraka. They got the revelation. Now go down to Aziz. God had to move them from where there had been no trouble, but they get trouble. Give them a word to go down to Aziz. They fight the enemy. And then they get ready to look up and see what's been done. And they start collecting the treasure. They start off and they weren't in Baraka. They move to Aziz. They fight. They get up the next morning. They look over. And in the valley of Baraka, in the valley of blessing, they're not in the place of trouble here. But then they move down to Aziz. And then the next morning they get up and they go a little further. And now they're looking in their blessing. They get trouble. And they're not in the blessing. They go through trouble, not knowing how they're going to make it out of trouble. But trouble keeps pushing them to praise. And then when praise is done, they're looking over at their blessing. They didn't have three days worth of spoil before the trouble. But after the trouble, they got three days worth of bounty. Here's the word, and I'm done. Sometimes God will use your trouble to get you to your blessing. I'm finished. We all stand up. We've got time playing quietly, please. We, we can go home. But is there anybody here that can testify if I hadn't gone through that? I wouldn't have this. If I hadn't had to go through late nights and tears and on my pillow, I never would have what I have now. You've got to start learning to thanking God for your trouble. Why are y'all still sitting down? We're supposed to be standing up, but he's supposed to be playing quietly. <laughs> the Bible says that while they were there, they start giving God praise. After they had picked up all of their bounty, all their collection, they start praising God. They'd gone through all this stuff. <laughs> Praise is what got him through it. And then God, he blesses them and then they keep praising him. How many, how many folk do you know when they get the blessing, they don't show up for the fourth day to praise? They'll praise and they'll all shouting and, and snotting and got drop cloths on them and this, that, and the other and in, in the prayer line and soon as God does it, you can't find a joker. But God is looking for somebody that once he gets you out of trouble, once he gives you the treasure, 
you'll be there the next Sunday. Bible says, and they showed up on the fourth day just to bless his name. You ought to have a different perspective about your trouble now. I can thank God for all this stuff because he was just moving me. Moving me, trying to get me to my place where the treasure was. I, I asked folk who had problems that you were actively facing to wave at me first. But would you come meet me at this, at this altar? Real quick, quickly here. You got active trouble. Active right now. Yep. You got active trouble. You got active trouble. All right, now here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When Jehoshaphat got word that the enemies were there, Bible says he called a fast because it wasn't just Jehoshaphat in trouble, it was the whole congregation. It was, it was the trouble that was facing them was going to affect all of them. And they made it through together. They made it through together. They made it through together. Y'all gonna make it through together. Might feel real odd right, right now, and I'm gonna pray for you here in just one moment, but I wanna introduce you to somebody else that got some active trouble. I want you to turn and introduce yourself to somebody you do not know. Come on, turn and introduce yourself to somebody you do not know. Mm -hmm. Come on, introduce yourself to somebody you do. Okay, 